Hey, what's up? Welcome to the second episode of the Daily New Year's podcast. I'm your host, Austin Bullinger, founder of DailyNewYears.com, a professional and personal development blog dedicated to the idea that every single day offers us the opportunity to start something new and to start improving our lives one day at a time. So if you visit the blog over at dailynewyears.com, you're going to see there that I talk about six core topics on the blog, the first of which is achieving goals. Then I talk about personal development, health and wellness, leadership and mentorship, a little bit about finance and budgeting and productivity and organization. So those are my six core topics to help you improve your life. But today we're talking about achieving goals, specifically goal hacking and five tips for achieving your goals. So today I want to go into these five tips to help you goal hack and to set your goals and achieve more success starting right now. So I think first and foremost, it goes without saying that everybody who's ever tried to tackle a goal has encountered some sort of failure, some sort of setback, something that's thrown them off the path to success. And then it's hard to get back on that path. So to some, this is very discouraging and it prevents them from setting more goals in the future. And then for some, they just look for new strategies to help have better success in the future. And that's what I'm here to talk about today. So if you're one of those that gets discouraged about goal setting, gets tired of hearing people talk about setting and achieving goals because maybe you haven't had success in the past, don't worry. I'm going to give you five simple steps that you can do today to set yourself up for better success in goal setting going forward. So here we go. The first tip is to set micro goals by breaking down your larger goals. So this tip is by far my favorite because it's so simple. You know, don't start with a huge goal such as reading 10, 20, or even 60 books in a year if you're not even reading five books a year currently. But let's say for argument's sake, you're not currently a big reader right now, but you want to start reading 12 books a year, which is one of my goals right now. So what I did is I broke that down into, okay, well, that's roughly one book a month. There's going to be some variance there because some books are 450 pages and some are 200. Uh, but what I did is I took a reading test to see how fast I can read. And then I counted how many words were on a page of the book I was reading. Then I multiplied that by the page number and divided that into a 30 day month. So after doing some quick math, I figured out that, okay, on the first book, I'm going to have to read 30 pages a day in order to get the book done in the month. So uh, that was a pretty mathematical way for me to break that goal down into something manageable. And I knew for every day that I didn't read, I was 30 pages farther behind on my monthly goal. Even better, because I took a speed test and knew exactly how long it was going to take me to read that, not only did I know that I was going to have to read 30 pages per day, but I knew that that was going to take me roughly an hour each day because I'm a very slow reader. So how can you apply this to other types of goals? If you're looking to improve your fitness or lose weight or build muscle, you could set a goal for how many times a week you want to go to the gym. So instead of saying, I just want to get in better shape or uh, start going to the gym next month, you could say, I'm going to start going to the gym three, four, or even five days a week starting right now. And so then you could break that bigger fitness goal down into your daily visits to the gym. If you're trying to lose weight, instead of saying, I want to lose 20 pounds this month, you could say, I want to lose two pounds a week by limiting my calories to 1600 calories per day and by going to the gym five days a week. So then your smaller goal would be to track your calories every day and to go to the gym so many times per week. 
All right, so for each one of these tips that I'm gonna give you, I'm also gonna give you an action item. So this first tip has been break down your larger goals into smaller pieces. And the action item that I want you to take on this, write down one of your biggest goals and then start writing down smaller goals that build towards that and keep breaking them down into the smallest manageable pieces that still get you excited when you achieve that success. All right, if you're still with me so far, tip number two, ask yourself, how will I succeed? So this is pretty simple in theory, but could be a little bit more challenging in practice. Sometimes it's easy to set a pretty lofty goal on paper. It feels good to write down a goal, you know, read 20 books this year. But then do you actually stop and think, but how in the heck am I going to achieve this goal? You know, for me, when I did that and started realizing I'm going to have to read for an hour and a half every day of the year, I quickly realized with my schedule and everything else I'm trying to do, that's probably not a good goal to have. So again, to use weight loss as an example, if you want to lose, you know, 30 pounds, what do you have to do to make that a reality? Is it consuming 1,200 calories a day for a total of 60 days? Uh, maybe that is to perform 60 minutes of cardio three days a week with an average heart rate of 170. Uh, you know, you got to actually sit down and chart a path and a plan to how you're going to achieve that goal because it's so easy to write the goal down. But then we've got to, we have to plan how we're going to do that. So asking yourself what has to happen for me to be successful with this goal is going to result in a bulletproof action plan for achieving your goals. And the action item for this tip is to take one of your goals, big or small, or even all of your goals, and log your answers to that question. What has to happen for me to be successful with this goal? Write that down. It doesn't matter if it's a one-step process or a 15-step process. Write down everything that you have to do to achieve success for your goals. All right, tip number three. And this one is it kind of ties back into the first one a little bit, but number three is craft goals that support one another. It seems obvious, but I actually struggled with this one for a long time. So back in 2016, and I talk about this goal specifically because for me it was quite the feat, but I had a goal of getting into the 1,250 pound lifting club at my local gym. And just to recap real quick, that's when you take your squat, deadlift, and bench press, add your one rep max total for each one, and then come up with a cumulative total. And so I wanted my numbers to be 1,250 pounds, and I had some pretty uh, aggressive goals to do that. So I was going to bed early, I was getting up early, drinking my pre-workout, drinking my post-workout protein shakes, I was getting plenty of sleep, and I was following a pretty rigid plan on bodybuilding.com, but the thing that I had going against me was every single night when I got home, pretty well every day after work, I was having two or three beers with my dinner. So this was really not supporting my goals of getting the 1250 club. Alcohol slows down muscle recovery, it degrades the quality of your sleep, and it makes it harder to wake up in the mornings, and one of my goals was to get up at 445. So the alcohol habit had to go, and that was a new goal of mine, was to stop drinking on uh, nights before I was going to go to the gym, which is essentially four or, five four or five nights a week, and that was a new goal that supported my greater goal of getting in the 1250 club. So I cut out a bad habit and I built a new supportive goal. So as you're looking at your goals, uh, whatever those might be, do you have other bad habits that are kind of getting in the way? Or are there other goals that you can build that will support your bigger goals? Are there other goals that you can create 
that are gonna lead to better success with all of your goals. Another example that I have is that I wanted to start reading some of my books or writing on my blog before work every day and I have to be in by nine o'clock. So if I don't get up at 4.45 and go to the gym, chances are I'm gonna sleep in right up until you know 8, 8.15, I'm gonna have to jump up, get dressed and go to the office so I'm not gonna get my reading or writing done. So by having multiple goals in the morning before I even go into the office ensures that I'm gonna wake up at 4.45. Because if I don't, not only am I missing out on my fitness goals, but I'm also missing out on my professional and personal development goals of reading, and I'm not getting a blog post up each week, which is one of my biggest goals. So as you can see, coupling your goals to support each other really increases your chance of following through on all of them. So the action item here, and maybe you're already assembling a list of goals from the first two action items. If so, that's great. Because what I want you to do is take your list of goals, all of your goals, not just some of them, not just your big ones, but all of your goals, and see if any of those are in conflict. Do any of them compete with each other? Does your goal of reading take away time from your goal to do something else? So check for conflicts, but in addition to that, see if there's any goals you could add that would increase your chances of success. All right, so tip number four, and you'll start to see that all these tips go really great hand in hand. So number four is chart and track your milestones for your larger goals. So tip number one was to break your large goals down into smaller goals, and that's a great tip. But to take that even a little bit further, start charting and tracking your progress on those milestones. So I don't know about you, but I do not like a goal where I cannot see progress early and often. So at my office, our production teams have annual goals for billable hours. And some teams like to look at this quarterly, and then some like to look monthly. Uh, but the team that I'm on, we like to look at our goals, if not every day, every single week. Because we like to think that the more often we're looking at that, the better on top of the goal we are, and we can adjust more frequently. So we took our annual goal and broke that down into two week segments, and then we look at it every single week. So if in one period we're $2,000 short of our goal, we can shoot to try to make that up in the next period. But if we were only looking at that monthly or quarterly, the amount of time we have to take corrective action is greatly reduced, and therefore we have less of an opportunity to hit our goals for the year. So tracking these milestones and charting them in a shorter amount of time is really gonna help you keep an eye on your goals. Don't write down your annual or quarterly goals and then look at them every year, every quarter. Break those down into smaller goals and then find a way to track and measure those and force yourself to review them daily or weekly so that you can keep up with your own progress. This is also gonna help you achieve victories and wins more often. So if you have a weekly or bi-weekly goal, you have more chances of hitting that and having success, and therefore you're gonna stay more encouraged and more motivated over the long term, which is most likely gonna to lead to more goal setting, more success, and more improvement. So the takeaway or the action item for this tip is to sit down and turn those micro goals that you came up with earlier into scheduled milestones and then find a way to track your progress. So for me, that's usually in a 90-day goal planner such as the 90X goal planner or even the full focus planner by Michael Hyatt, which so far has been my favorite planner and has done overall the best job at keeping me on track and making me feel like I'm winning every single day. All right, the last tip to help you hack your goals and to achieve more success, and this is the most important tip 
out of the five, and that is to define your why. So I talk about this a lot, and so does Simon Sinek, who's really the pioneer of the Start With Why movement. And I have an awesome blog post on my website called Finding the Power of Your Why, and I'll put a link to that in the description in the show notes below. But basically, the thing that you need to know is that before you set or start any new goal, you need to have a clear reason for doing so. So if you wanna lose weight just because other people are losing weight or because it's New Year's and that's what everybody else is doing, you're probably not gonna have a great deal of success simply because it's not something you maybe you really want for yourself. You don't have a strong reason why. So I share this story on my blog, but for years and years, I saw my grandma try to quit smoking. And she did this because Everybody kind of told her, hey, this is bad for you. You need to stop. But I think deep down she enjoyed smoking and didn't really want to quit. I don't know that for a fact. And if she were still around today, I would probably ask her. But from what I noticed, she didn't really have success because she didn't really seem to want to. So for the longest time, my sister and I were the only grandkids she had. And we were probably into our early teenage years when my cousin Jacob was born. And my grandma seemed to get really serious suddenly about not smoking anymore. She didn't want to smoke around the baby. And she finally had success and she quit smoking. So for whatever reason, at this time in her life, she finally felt it was important to not smoke around a baby. And she quit. So that was her why. I don't want to smoke in front of my grandbaby. And she had success. So every time she was tempted to smoke, I think she probably thought, I don't want to smoke in front of the baby. And that was enough of a reason why for her to have success. So please don't underestimate having a why behind your goal. Don't just set an arbitrary goal because there's pressure to do so or because that's what culture and society is doing. Make sure it's something you want and make sure that you have a strong reason why tied to that. So the action item for this tip is to visit the blog dailynewyears.com and the link is in the show notes in the description below, but read my article, Finding the Power of Your Why, and make sure that you come up with a good solid reason why for each of the goals that you're shooting for right now. And I really think you're going to see your success multiply in a very quick and short period of time because you're gonna see and feel your motivation climb. You're going to finally have a good reason why you're shooting for the goals that you're shooting for. All right, so that's it. That's the five quick tips to help you hack your goal setting. I think if you give any single one of these a try, you're going to see so much more success. But I know that if you try all five, it's guaranteed. Be sure to drop me a comment below and let me know which tip are you most excited to try and which goal are you going to try it on? I'd love to know. I'd love to support you. And I really want to see how you use these tips to succeed in your own goal setting. And be sure to share this podcast with your family and friends. If you were listening to the podcast and you thought that some of your family and friends could really benefit from the tips that I'm sharing here please share the podcast with them. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts, make sure you subscribe there. And until next time, remember, it's a new year, new you starting every single day. And until next time, have a wonderful day.